The comic genius of Leno and Woodley are back. They were all over the TV in the late 80s and 90s, had their own TV shows too, which were ridiculously funny. They did some pretty spectacular reunion shows last year, which won them a few awards, and they're bringing their new comedy show, Fly, to the TEC February 13. Frank Woodley, how are you? I'm, I'm well. I feel sort of, um, I'm excited. <laughs> finally, we're, we're talking. That's Me and Matt Byrne. That's Matt Byrne, yes. A uh, little radio station up here in Darwin. And I'm, I'm glad you're bringing the entourage up. 13th yeah. of February. It's not too far away. No, it's, it's, it's not. For, for me to know how, um, how far away it is, is I'd have to know what date it is today, and unfortunately, I just live in the moment. I am a little bit tired after you know binging on all your old YouTube clips. You know, I just uh, oh, I, only, I, I was only going to watch one, <laughs> and then I watched two, yeah. and then I watched three, and then I was there for forty-five <laughs> minutes watching this. Stuff. <laughs> Good on you. Do you watch? A very similar, do you watch your own stuff? Actually, I find it obnoxious and predictable, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I um. I've just been doing a, a, a play in, in Melbourne for MTC, the Melbourne Theatre Company, yeah. um, and Colin Hay from Men at Work yep. was in, in the cast. Yep. And I had the same experience of going, oh, you know, I love, love Colin singing. And then I just sat down to, you know, it was a borderline stalking, but I yep. just sat down to sort of uh, listen to a bit of his online stuff yeah. and exactly the same thing. I just disappeared into this little personal festival of Colin Hay, you know, uh, going from one thing to the next. And it was... Absolutely fantastic. So it's amazing that we can do that now. Isn't and Lano Woodley stuff is what you'd call would be analogue because, you know, you had the TV <laughs> show, you had a lot of TV show presence, but it was all on tape. It never, ever really got put onto DVD. It might have once or twice, but then it disappeared. And now everything that you ever did, good, awesome, shit, amazing, is yeah. there for yeah. everyone to digest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an incredible time. I mean, I know we're not the first two people to say that, are yeah. we? That, that this whole internet business is um, rather uh, interesting, but but it blows your mind if you start thinking about, you know, the, the access to just, as you say, everything from the most incredible high-quality stuff right across that range to, to things that, um, you know, if I, I kind of wish weren't on there. But that's the, all the beauty of it. There's a know? dude who has right. recorded basically most of your old TV shows from the, the late 90s, I think. And instead yeah. of ripping it, he has recorded the TV screen. Oh, no, I love that. Because <laughs> I've watched some things myself later. And there's that little weird flickering light <laughs> that goes through, goes across it. And you can even see that the screen is slightly bulbous. And, yeah. you know, it's very funny. It reminds me of the old version of that yeah. was when you got a knock off DVD from um, from Asia, yeah, you know, yeah. of a film. Yeah, but I remember yeah. watching watching one of those yeah. and thinking it had been ripped, you know, yeah. like with technology. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and then suddenly you see a little person stand up <laughs> down at the bottom of the screen and walk walk out to go to the toilet. <laughs> he never <laughs> came back, did he? <laughs> they're just filming the cinema. Yeah. They're just in the cinema filming it, you know. Right. Imaginary girlfriend. I saw that. A penguin man. <laughs> Right. I saw Daryl Summers with Good a beard, and I saw the. I never. I knew, look, I knew you had a bit of mullet, but there is a couple of a couple of clips there with super Frank Mullet. I don't think. No, hang on. Mind you, before I before I um, say that's not right. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go into defend the mullet. Okay. Because okay. it's going to make it sound like I'm going. Oh no, that'd be terribly embarrassing if if that was true. Yeah. Because I think the mullet. Firstly, I think the mullet is fine because. Yep. Um, if you don't look back at, at, at images of yourself when you're a teenager mm. 
and if you don't feel a bit embarrassed, you weren't fully participating. I had a mullet. Yeah, I had one too. my feeling about it. I reckon, you know, I reckon it's... And, not, and my second argument for the mullet is put on a little moustache. Yeah. A little, a little goatee beard. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself a, a sword. Musketeer. Super cool. <laughs> You know, so Game of Thrones. That's when, right. the, when the musket, when when the mullet was actually a very attractive look. Yeah. But I'm just going to say to you, actually, no. In Lanham Woodley, I never had a mullet. I just had a hat on my head, and my my hair, which was long all over, yeah. pushed behind my ears. All right. Okay. Okay. I've got to send you the link so then. If, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> if I took off the hat and I did the sort of. Um, you know, shampoo ad. Yeah, you thing. had the licks. All right, you had the licks. And flicked it. my hair, right. my hair would have all come spilling out in a gorgeous and, you know, highly uh, erotic fashion. All right, your duo, I, I suppose it's yours, <laughs> lasted for a very long time, and then you switched well. it off. And not, nothing lasts forever, and you, you've come back a few times, but according to the media release, you've been apart for 12 years. Is that- yeah, no, we ha- and we haven't come back during that period. Yeah. We, we didn't do any shows together I think we might have. Um, I'm trying to think. We might have appeared on a couple of specials. We might have appeared, appeared on a on a interview show, sitting beside each okay. other, being interviewed interviewed about comedy. So when, when was this? When was the show that I remember seeing on TV and I thought it was ridiculously funny? Is where you it was you did a show together but didn't appear on stage together. Was that the last time before yeah, last that year? That was. Yeah, that show was. After ten years, after being apart for for ten years, okay. we we um, and that's actually the the show that kind of got the ball rolling in terms of us doing this reunion yeah. to uh, with this show fly. Um, the Melbourne Comedy Festival had a thirty year anniversary show, mm. and the director of that show, Susan Susan Proven, she um, asked us if we'd like to get together to do a spot for that for that show. So okay. that was after being apart for 10 years. And we wrote a little bit specifically for that show. And then afterwards, we're in the dressing room. Mm. And, you know, it went so well. And we enjoyed performing it so much and even enjoyed the, the writing process as yeah. well. You know, inevitably, you were in the dressing room and, you know, the eyebrows go up in a kind of a, well, <laughs> I, Colin says that my eyebrows went up first. Yeah. So I instigated, but I think his eyebrows went up first. But, you know, there's been a little bit of... Um, you know, uh, dispute about that particular element of it. But to my eyebrows went up, and then before we know it, we were talking about uh, getting together and, and doing a sort of reunion show, and right from the start we were determined that it wouldn't just be a... We wouldn't do it if it was like a best of, yep. you know, just dust off the old stuff and sort of try to see if it was still funny. We We decided that it had to be new and had to feel fresh, and we had to feel like it was genuinely funny and and hopefully the audience as well. And, uh, yeah, so we, we set about writing this show about the, the Wright brothers inventing the aeroplane, and and it all just couldn't have come together better. This show uh, won a pretty prestigious People's Choice Award last year in 2018. What does it look like? Is it a pointy trophy? Is it is it a medallion? Is it a merit certificate? What does it look like? Well, it's a little trophy... Of all the people. So there's like, I think um, we've performed to with this show to 70,000 people Mm. so far. And all of them are individually, like they put through a 3D printer. 
yep. and every individual person is on a like lined up next to each other on a little plaque. That's a blatant yeah. lie. I've seen it. It was probably a little bit of glass yeah. with the words "people's people's choice." You don't put them up in a cabinet. You don't because I like I, I'm an egomaniac. All my awards, even my even my swimming trophies as a kid, are in a cabinet. You don't you don't put this stuff right. up anywhere, or it's just yeah, go in yeah, a box. Yeah, you're um. Best team man yeah. trophy from under-14s football. I won, that's, that's what I won. That's the only sporting trophy I ever won, yeah. was best team man. And you know what you get the best team man yeah. trophy for? When someone crap. else kicks a goal, <laughs> you run over to them and go, good goal. <laughs> I got I got one of them. I All right. got one of them once. So you don't put your stuff so up. Look, no, I don't have a I don't have a trophy cabinet. We've got a show. It is called Fly. It is about the Wright brothers. The premise is the Wright brothers, who the, the inventors of flight. Yeah, that's right. The, the Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur, who in 1903 first were the first people to achieve powered flight, and we thought, what a wonderful, you know. Uh, well, originally we were just thinking, you know, it just makes so much sense. Um, Two of the most um, intelligent inventors, the most creative people in human history, mm. doing a show about the Wright brothers. You know, and that just seemed to make sense. There is one. That was almost a joke. There is that was almost a joke I did there. <laughs> kind of implying we were the intelligent people. I got anyway, you. I got you. You got me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the drawing board. I'll redraft that one and yeah. have another crack. The reality is, we you know we thought it just felt like. It would be fun to do yeah. to kind of create this, you know, do something that felt like we were doing a big, important, serious uh, theatre show. But then it turned out um, there's really not much to the story of the Wright brothers. Mm. Like they actually just the story is they hated each other, didn't they? they? Tried, no, we hope they did because that would have been much more interesting. <laughs> they tried to invent the aeroplane, yeah. and then uh, what they what they did, Matt, was they invented the aeroplane, and that's the whole. <laughs> Story. Right. So, Where does the fly come into it? Because I've seen a, a five-second clip of you acting like a housefly that is bloody hilarious. You know, it's disturbing, isn't it? Because you, they, people like to say, you know, comedy is is speaking truth to power. Yeah. And, you know, it's all these lofty... Sometimes it's just a grown man yeah. acting like a fly for just too long. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so really what the show is, is it's not... It's not really the story of the Wright brothers. It's the story of Colin Lane trying to put on mm. a sophisticated, important piece of, you know, to write a serious play yep. about the Wright brothers. But my stupidity yep. and uh, easily distracted mind just means that that is completely sabotaged. So probably the Wright brothers is about a quarter of the show and, yep. you know, the other three quarters is just the chaos that, that ensues, yep. ensues. So if you're... You know, if you're studying aeronautical engineering, this is not the show. For you. <laughs> Don't come along hoping, you know, hoping that you're going to get some further education. Because really, the only research we did was we got about uh, two-thirds of the way through the Wikipedia page. 25 years, probably even 30 years, of being the token funny guy does, you know, kind of be a bit of a drag, isn't it? <laughs> I love it, actually. I, I, I think I don't know if it's um, I don't know I don't completely understand the the psychology of it, but um, I think maybe because I was I, I was I had an older brother, and basically I was sort of bullied by him when I was growing up. And yeah. there's just something my niche just seems to be someone else pinning me down and dribbling in the mouth, you know. <laughs> so I, I'm that, I I've seen really movies like that. That's weird. So Does the family <laughs> cop your comedy at home? On a on a daily basis, or are you are you a uh, different person? I, 
I try, but they're just a tough. They're a tough crowd. <laughs> I got to say, I, I was. I said to my, my son the other day. I said, um, I was just doing some stupid joke or whatever, yeah. and he goes, "You are a dick potato." <laughs> I get your pardon? Because you're a dick potato. And I said, I can't say that I'm familiar with that term. <laughs> you learned a new word. About? <laughs> what is a dick potato? And he says, well, you know how how um, potatoes are sometimes called taters, yeah. you know? Well, a dick potato is sort of like a dictator, but he's more of a, you know, he's more of a potato and more All of right. a dick. That's comedy so gold. <laughs> but it felt very true. Yeah. So in my home, no, I'm not a comedy legend. I'm just a dick potato. I've learned a new word. Fly is the new Lano and Woodley show at the DEC. Our station sponsor, February 13. We'll get this interview podcasted up on the website. Very funny stuff. It's Drive here at 1041 Territory FM.